0: Hello everybody, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Better Me, a podcast for the everyday woman. And boy, are you guys in for a treat. I have a wonderful guest that's gonna help us, help us in this episode six. But first I got a question, I got a question. Do you have balance in your life? Do you have boundaries in your life? And are you a good listener? Well, our special guest today is going to help us <laughs> kind of navigate through those things, all right? Because we all need help. We need I know I do. I know I do. So I want you to do something right now. I need you to go like. I need you to go share. I need you to go subscribe. Go to Spotify. Go to um, YouTube. Go to Facebook Live because we are about to dig deep, all right? Episode six, listening, balance, and boundaries. I'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We are back with episode six of Better Me, listening Balance and Boundaries. Um, Joining us tonight is my very special guest, Sophia. Gethers. She is a master certified um, life coach as well as a master professional counselor. So we are gonna be in good hands tonight as we dig deep into something that I feel like we all should make sure that we have, and that is the art of a listening ear, a better balance in our life, and oh yes, boundaries. So when I come back, guys. Get ready. I want you right now, like I said, to go like and share because we are about to dig deep into something that I feel like we all need. I'll be right back. Hey everybody, you know what? In honor of of Women History Month, we are doing a little trivia, a little trivia of women in the Bible. And this trivia, um, this woman is, is a woman, she lived in Jericho. All right. She um, lived definitely in the promised land. She was instrumental in hiding two men, two spies. Okay. I'm not you too much because I'm, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure if, if you, if you know anything about a woman in Jericho, you know who she is. The Bible also says, use the word that she was a prostitute. Who is this woman? Who is this woman? This is our Bible truth. No cheating, no cheating, no cheating. No Google, head knowledge, Bible knowledge. Who is this woman? Who is this woman? I'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We are back, we are back. This is my very special guest, Sophia Gethers. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited that you are here because I know that a lot of women suffer through, like myself, these three things that we're going to talk about um but first i want to just kind of let our audience know can you just tell us a little bit about yourself
1: absolutely and again thanks for having me it's a pleasure to be on your show um so a little bit about myself um i have several certifications as a life coach Mm -hmm. cognitive behavior therapy um life purpose um i also do business consulting um and a plethora of other certifications. and i also have a master's in professional counseling Um, actually been uh doing therapy way before Uh, i just didn't realize it i did a lot of group therapy wow at the church uh that i now work at as a therapist so i've always had a hand in it um now i made it official Mm -hmm. and have the certifications behind it um but i really enjoy what i do i do believe that i was called by god to do this um the reason being that um I'm in this position because of my own healing. Mm. Um, struggled a lot with depression for over 12 years. Mm. Um, contemplated and acted upon suicide. Thank God that I'm still alive. Um, I do believe that if I had a, attempted that six time, mm. God probably would have let me go. Jesus. So um, I found the strength within. I says, God, if you don't deliver me, you, you might just let me go. So with every fiber of my being, um, I went on a 40-day fast, and I says, God, everything, um, I need you to take it away from me. And um, on that 40th day, um, (laughs) God delivered me from myself. And uh, some of the things that God delivered me from is very touchy to, to still talk about, but I do believe God has healed me from it Yes, because a lot of it has to do with Close family. And I right. don't want to, right. you know, uh, right. disrespect anybody in that well, area. is it?
0: Is it? I guess for you to 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 actually walk in the very thing. Yes. You know that's that's what makes it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is that you know God will always make us the first partakers. Yes. You know yes. He'll. You know He's like, no, we're not gonna. you this pain is not gonna die with you. You mm-hmm. no, this is gonna be used for my glory. Yes. And to look at you now.
1: Hallelujah! Yes, Hallelujah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So look at you now. I mean, just I'm just looking at your resume. Listen, she is a master's degree in professional counseling. She has she's a master's in life coach, marriage and relationship coach, guys, cognitive behavior coach, life purpose coach, anger management coach. Yes. I'm gonna have to book you. <laughs> <laughs> but guys. This is, this is what God is. God is so, he is, he is just so strategic in, in how he does things in our lives. And I always say my, my favorite saying is he will never let your tragedies outdo your triumphs. Yes, Amen. Amen. Oh, oh. <laughs> But tonight, so, so guys, we got plenty of experience right here, not just from a place where she, she took the time and, and, and did the educational part of it, but God sent her through some things. So, so tonight we're going to talk about a few things that I feel like we should all know to become better. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give us one more break and we're going to dig deep in some of the questions and the things that I think that we should tackle. We'll be right back all right everybody we are back we are back with our uh, little trivia with women in the Bible all right again let me pose the question who is this woman who lived in Jericho okay she was was instrumental in hiding two scouts two men two spies if you will all right um, that actually helped prevent you know a serious attack she was a prostitute too. She was pagan too. She was a whole lot of different things. And if you answered that it was Rahab, then you are exactly right. It was Rahab, Rahab, wow. Rahab, a pagan woman, a woman that did not believe in Christ was very instrumental in making sure that, that, that the enemy, the enemy could not attack. I love the fact that women were so instrumental in the Bible. I love it. Like I always say, they are such a blueprint on who we are, what we should be, how we should act. And you know what? There's another little nugget about Rahab. She is a descendant. She's a descendant of Boaz. And Boaz is a descendant of... All right, y'all know, listen. Sometimes it's not how you start, it's how you finish and never judge a book. That woman was a prostitute, but who would equate generation after generation after generation of her with Boaz and her and Boaz with David and her, you know, with Boaz, David and Jesus? A prostitute. Come on now. Come on. God is so faithful. I love how he does his word. His word is word. So as we continue to celebrate Women History Month, just keep that in mind, all right? Keep that in mind that it ain't always how you start, it's how you finish. Be blessed. All right, everybody, we are back with a better me, um, episode six listening, balance, and boundaries. So Sophia, we're gonna talk a little bit about listening or the art of listening, because I feel like there is an art to listening, right? Yes. Um, one of the things that um, I was kind of doing some research about listening, I know from my personal journey, I had to learn to mm-hmm. listen um, to what somebody was saying with without, I heard them with their mouth, mm-hmm. but to really listen, to what someone was saying without them actually telling me what they were saying so there is an art to listening and, and in particular in relationships whether Absolutely. that's friendships um whether it's you know um, your relationships with your spouse um even communication on your in your professional life mm-hmm. and you being a you know a counselor and a um a life coach i know that listening has to be something you had to yes, master Absolutely,
1: <laughs> um, one of the things
0: can you one of the things that um that i researched was engaging in body and body language mm-hmm.
1: how how important it is when you're listening to engage with your body right it's, it's very important to listen with the body because yeah. you want the person to to understand that you are listening, right? okay? Um, for instance, if you're speaking to someone and you're all over the place, you know, some of my humor might come out, by the way. That, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> so you want to mimic the person in order for them to feel comfortable, in order to, to truly get that person to speak from their heart, mm-hmm. they, they need to feel comfortable, they mm-hmm. need to be able to relax. So sometimes setting the atmosphere for that person mm-hmm. is understanding um, that it's, it's, it's not about what you see at the point but giving them the opportunity to release what they feel so me, okay so i'm gonna this, let's just for lack of of,
0: of a topic we'll mm-hmm. say friendships yes because i believe that we need each other. One of the things that I absolutely know for sure is that we need each other. Absolutely. And when it comes to women and um, in, in, in listening, mm-hmm. um, as it relates to body language, what you're saying is it's better for us to make sure that our body language even is engaged yes. and actively, especially if you come to me and you're hurting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Especially if someone is hurting, Right, you want to feel that empathy for that person because right. you might not know all that they're going through, right. but if you have a touch of the Holy spirit, yes. it will resonate with you. Yes. So engaging in that person and a lot of things you say, the art of listening, it is an art because sometimes we can look as though we are listening, but mm. your mind is somewhere else, but you have to engage to connect mm. and being able to listen without judgment. Oh. So when you're listening with an open mind, yes. you're listening to the authentic person. Mm. So a lot of times we listen, but we don't listen to understand and we don't listen to hear.
0: Tell me a little bit about that because judgment is such a word that, um, it's a word that's loosely said a lot, but then mm-hmm. it's a very important word. Tell me yes. why, can judgment seep in when you are trying to listen to a friend or when you're trying to be engaged? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Well, judgment is one of those things that everybody is fond of the word. OK, everybody feels judged in some <laughs> type of way and judgment. Don't judge me. Yeah, don't judge me. Listen, <laughs> and especially when you grow up in a large family or any family at all, mm-hmm. judgment starts at an earlier, excuse me, at an early age. OK, OK. okay. Sometimes when you're scold different ways, um, judgment kind of uh, lowers a person's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So, when you're always feeling like you're being attacked mm-hmm. and judged, oh, I don't look good enough. Um, maybe um, my face isn't enough. Maybe I'm overweight. When you can connect with the person Mm. and you look into the person's eyes, you don't see anything else. Mm. Why? Because you're you're connecting with the soul of the person. Right. And the art of listening is—it's not about anything that happened yesterday Mm. or what's going to happen tomorrow, but engaging. Or what are you wearing? Or what are you wearing? Right. Right. What does that matter? Right. Right. But in order to have an authentic relationship with someone, you have to engage personally. And a lot of times, as friendships we're thinking too far ahead. Mm. You don't need to think far ahead. Mm. Just be in the present moment with that person so you understand who they are right now. It doesn't mm. matter what you did yesterday. Mm. It matters what the the moment we're in now. Mm. That way you understand who that person is without the the conflict or, or what could happen or what will happen or what's gonna, what's gonna come of that later. If we learn to engage in the moment, mm. it tells the bigger story of how the relationship can end. Why? Because I'm not fixated on who you was. Right. I wanna understand who you are now. So listening, Listening. I'm engaging with Mm. you right now. Just listen without judgment. And a lot of times people
0: think that they have to listen to respond, but I know sometimes when I'm going through and I thank God for my mm-hmm. tribe, I just want to be able to vent
1: yes. and and
0: somebody just hear me. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, we don't have to fix it. You don't have to fix it for me, you know, because I know my fix. Yes. You know, I, I, I know how, to, you know, we we know the ultimate. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, but, but sometimes we just need to get it out of our yes. system and go to a safe place and a, in a, in a, in a listening ear Yes. to say, you know what, I don't. I don't feel myself today. I I actually feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't, I I feel like I I didn't get it right today. Yes. And it's just,
1: you know, it's something Mm -hmm. freeing about that. Right. (laughs) It's it's something very powerful. Sometimes you just want to be heard. Want to be heard. A lot of times we don't have to respond to everything. Sometimes people just want that, that listening ear. Right. That shoulder to cry on just embrace the moment if mm. we learn to be in the moment mm. you can be the best friend to anybody I love that I love it the art of
0: listening mm-hmm. all right guys you hear that the art of listening that means that sometimes we don't, we don't we don't we don't we don't have to be perfect we don't have to you know be that person that's you know just have the answers to everything sometimes we just need to be the person to hear. And just to be there for them, you know, it's so a lot of times with, with friendships and, um, we, we tend to think that, you know, Oh, I need to go to this friend because I know mm-hmm. this friend is gonna do this. And I go to this friend cause this friend can do this, but man, it's a blessing when you can have a tribe that you can go to and there's no judgment, like you said, that can focus on you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and really, really lift you when you really really need it. So so, so so oh that's good. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. We're gonna keep going on, we're gonna keep going on, but um, after this break, guys. I want you guys to to jot down some notes because I feel like this is this segment is gonna be something powerful for someone. If you are that friend that 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 needs to either vent or you're that friend that is in the position of listening. Just make sure that you are around somebody that is not just hearing you, but actually listening to you. Okay. We'll be right back. Hello everybody. It's your girl, Kenya Trout. And y'all know what I'm about to say. Boy, do I have some good news for you um as you guys know of uh, that lift is we haven't met in I don't know 2 years because of the pandemic acting up on us but um I definitely want to just put this little this little plug out here that we are um planning um i've been i've definitely been um going before the lord in prayer um on on doing lift 2022 this year and i want to hear from you i want to i want to i want to hear you know from you if that's if that's something especially you know the ones that have been been kicking it with lift every year I I definitely want to, I miss everybody. And not only that, I think it's so necessary and so needed, especially in the climate that we are in today. So I have, I want to, I definitely want to, but I, I want some feedback on, on whether or not you guys will, you know, will come because I want to plan it. I want to do exactly what we normally would do. I just want to make sure that, you know, it's it's something that everybody's ready for, especially our lifters that that take off and very intentional about coming to our conference. I want to make sure that that's exactly what you guys want to do. Um, it's definitely been impressed on my heart. I, I know. That moving forward is, 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 is what will happen. Um, definitely, whether it's this year or next year, I just kind of want to hear from you. So send me a DM or send me a text message or, you know, you guys reach out to me. Tell me what you think. Put some comments in the chat line. Tell me what you think. Live 22 this year? Yes or no? All right, everybody, we are back. We are back with my special guest, Sophia Gethers. Thank you for having me. (laughs) She has been helping us become better in listening. Listening. Um, Sophia, can you tell me one of the things that I think the world, not just women, the world has gotten away from is empathy. Yes. Um, I feel like we have been so conditioned and desensitized to not feel a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean you know with all the deaths that are that are, that are that has happened over covid-19 and just mm-hmm. the world just going through so much destruction we don't have time to to we, you know if a family member dies yeah. we we try, we mourn them for maybe 2 or 3 days mm-hmm. and then something else happens just like That's... literally we have to compartmentalize our pain and so what happens is empathy And empathy, guys, that's where your heart is. I say that's where your soul Mm -hmm. is. You know, that's the place where, you know, you you gotta you gotta keep that alive. Otherwise you'll, you know, you're in a cold heart. Yes. Because there's no (laughs) empathy there. So so tell us how important that is, especially as it relates Mm -hmm. to friendship and, 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 and listening.
1: Well, empathy uh, is different from sympathy, right? So we make sure we're clear hear that guys is <laughs> different, okay? <clears throat> and as you mentioned, empathy comes from the heart. Sympathy is basically feeling sorry for someone, mm-hmm. so there's a difference. But I've learned that with empathy, we have become um, we've we've become comfortable mm. with negativity. Mm. So when you become ne- uh, comfortable with it. Uh, there's no emotion behind it. Mm. So when you're used to negativity happen, you, you become complacent. So empathy is to feel that pain, that hurt within your gut. Right. That way you know that there's some hope to get out wow. of it. But when you're sympathizing with someone, that's why a lot of people have sympathy, very minimum sympathy. Mm. Uh, for instance, if you see a homeless person on the street, you may feel sorry for them because of their condition, and You may throw them a dollar someone who has empathy will actually go and buy them a pair of shoes Mm -hmm. they would put them in a hotel for the night Mm -hmm. that's empathizing with that person and helping them even after that transition or or that that transformation of helping them um years or days later but if you're going to just throw somebody something that's sympathizing there's no emotion behind it
0: where do you think that that comfort of of not, you know, empathizing anymore. Where do you think that comes from? I mean, do you, I mean, is it because of the conditions of our times mm-hmm. or? yes, yeah, a lot know, to do with time. I, you know, I, f- I feel like, you know, as relates to the body of Christ, even us, we, yes. that is, I don't, you know, I don't feel that pull to my sister or my brother mm-hmm. the way, the way I, I, I should. Yes. You know, it's like, yes. man, I, I I, you know, we say we pray, we put our little emoji prayers up when people mm-hmm. going through, but are we really
1: praying? Mm-hmm. You know, are we really praying? We <sighs> can say we pray, but do you feel your prayer? And when you pray, there's an emotion behind it. A lot of us have just become emotionless. right? And it becomes from the inner part of the human psyche, as some people would say. Right. If you don't feel um, empathy within yourself, how would you feel it for mm. someone else? Mm if you don't feel sorry for yourself you don't feel sorry for your own sins how are you feeling for the next person Mm. god is love god is kind Mm. you automatically if you have a strong relationship with him you're going to empathize with that person why because you feel their pain you
0: feel their pain sometimes
1: we call ourselves religious but where are we spiritually wow spirituality increases your empathy
0: Wow, so wait, say it, that one
1: more time. Spirituality increases the empathy. Wow. So if we don't have that stronger connection with God and allowing the Holy Spirit to have us, and here, here's the thing too, some people can play on your emotions. Come on here. And this thing called narcissism. Okay. Some people fiend for the glory of being seen. As we would call it, and I put it in quotations because a lot of people um, they want to be seen, they want to be heard, but they also are playing on your emotions as well. So it's a transfer of spirits. Jesus. Hmm. So when we walk into in those negative spirits, it's easy to attack that vulnerable person. Why is it that um, so many people are going through anxiety and depression? Um, they don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn, and they're afraid of judgment. Judgment also keeps a person from feeling that empathy. Why? Because the heart is conditioned to say, oh, there, get over it. But what about that deep core? Because no one is perfect. We are imperfect people trying to be better.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when we try to be better, God conditions your heart, heart. to be empathy or to, or to empathize. Mm-hmm. Sympathy can be thrown around everywhere. Right. But until you actually feel it, whoo. That's so good, Sophia. That's <laughs> so good. That is it. so
0: good. That is good. Yes, We have to feel it. And we know if we feel it. And then that's what I love about God. You know, um, the Bible says he, he knows the heart. Yes. He sees the heart. He looks inward. Because it's hard for us on the outside. We, like you said, we can put up that front. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can say we're praying and all, but God knows when you're empathetic. Yes. God knows when, when you are really going in for that person because that person' life will change. There will be, there will be an immediate manifestation with empathy because you feel it. Feel it. That you feel it. Oh, that S- is that is so good that is so good so i want you guys to just know that there's nothing 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 wrong with just going back to that place where where you first felt something in your heart you know what i mean as a matter of fact sophia tell us how do we get back to that place of you know of of being empathetic like Mm. what do we what do we do i mean is it communication Mm. You know, uh, you know, with lift, one of the things that, um, our mantra is to deny oneself yes. for someone else. You know, mm-hmm. when you're lifting someone, that means that you have to deny your selfishness mm-hmm. and elevate your selflessness. Mm-hmm. And to me, empathy will then slide in yes. and, 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 and God can then move. He can really move in that situation, right? Yes. Yes. You know, do you have any thoughts on how we can,
1: Yes. You know, kind
0: of get that empathy back. And that,
1: That's a good question. How do we get that empathy back? The first thing is a strong relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. Without Him, how will we empathize? Yes. And when we allow God to move in us and having that close relationship with Him, mm-hmm. now He teaches us how yes. to be, how to show empathy. Yes. And for once, showing love. Yes. Love increases empathy as well. But if we lack love within ourselves, Again, how can we teach the next person? Mm -hmm. So a lot of things is cleaning up self. Clean up self. And it's okay, we're not perfect. Note to self, clean up self. self. (laughs) And just know that we don't have to be that perfect person. We just have to have to desire to be better.
0: Yes, that's it. We
1: were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, so we're never gonna be perfect. We can look perfect on the outside, Outside. but what about the inside? And it's okay to have a couple of scratches. Listen. Come on. Moses wasn't perfect. Right. David wasn't perfect. Peter wasn't perfect. And if you listen, look at it, read the stories of all of them. They had some very serious issues. Issues. But the very profound thing they had was the love of God. Yes. David was a man after God's own heart. Yes, he was. So even when he messed up royally, mm. God saw the epitome of his heart. Come on here.
0: It was the heart. It was the heart. It was the heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so when your heart is fixed with God, no matter, we're gonna make mistakes all the time, but there's an advocate for us. Ooh. But that's when we reconcile and we say, you know what, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me for my sins. We may mess up again, Lord, but forgive me. Because I know you don't forgive me before I do it again. But that's where you learn from your mistakes and you try not to do it again. Right. That's when that true empathy starts to birth within mm. you. Mm. Asking God to forgive you and trying your hardest not to do it again. Mm. Now you actually feel sorry for your own sins. On, come on.
0: Come on okay. here. That's good. You
1: got to be sorry for your own sins in order to move to that next phase. Okay, God, I'm not going to do that again because I feel your sovereignty. Mm. You move forward. You said bye-bye to your troubles and now you embrace God. So in order to have a stronger relationship with God, you have to, you got to feel Him. Mm. You got to feel that love. You got to feel that pain. Not that you're taking on the pain of a person, right? but you're having enough empathy to pray for that person. Mm. Why? Because they can only be delivered through the appropriate help mm-hmm. and then trusting God. But you have people out here who don't want to trust God because the church have presented Him poorly. And that's where... Therapists have to come in and uh, make our jobs a lot harder. And we thank you. And I thank you. <laughs> but this is very needed for mm-hmm. people to understand that you can be a better you. You can. It's just persistency, consistency, will and drive to wow. want it.
0: Wow, you guys hear that? You hear that? Now we are we are talking about being a, a better listener. Um, and, and she has given us some key nuggets to, to really, 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 really understand the art of listening, the art of listening. I hope you guys are enjoying this because we are coming back with our segment two. And we are gonna talk about a better balance, Sophia. Yes. Oh lord, <laughs> I need that right now. I'm like this. Yeah. <laughs> a balance. Matter balance. of fact, I wrote it down. I said, all right, I said, "Is your life balanced, or are you burnt out? Mm-hmm. Are you burnt out, or do are you or, or are you balanced?" So we're gonna come right back, and then when we get back, guys, we're gonna dig deep into it. Okay, we'll be back. So she's classy, she's sassy, she's very sophisticated, and you know what? She knows her worth. She's a God's woman. She is educated and powerful and very unfothered. She is me and she is you. I am super excited to present our very first Lyft Original, a Better Me, a podcast for the everyday woman. Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to episode six of A Better Me, listening, balance, and boundaries. Of course, this is my special guest, Sophia Gether. She is a master certified life coach and a master certified professional counselor. So she is helping us become Better. (laughs) We're gonna talk about balance. Yes. Having a better balance. Now I know that we cannot our lives just cannot be, you know, I call it the Joneses, you know, everything's the Joneses, right? (laughs) Because everything's perfect. I know that it can't be that way, but there is there are ways that Mm -hmm. we can make our life a little bit better balanced. And so so tell us a little bit about what you know, how can we do that? Especially for the everyday woman like us, yes. working women, whether we're married or not, whether we have children, we have careers or ministries, mm-hmm. however that, that looks. What is your recommendation to keep a healthy balance in our life? Yeah.
1: Balance, is a very good topic. A lot of people are struggling with balance. Yeah. Women wear a lot of hats, mm-hmm. okay? Um, technically we're doctors, we're lawyers, mm-hmm. okay? We fix them, we band-aid them up, and then we go out into life and we're also helping our sisters. Yes. Okay. But the key to balance is being in the present moment, Mm. okay? Um, Sometimes putting your cell phone down just Mm. for a little bit Mm. so that you can be in the connection with the present moment. You can't get back the past, nor can you see the future. But if you stay in the present moment, you're grateful and show gratitude within the moment. That's good. And a lot of times when we think too far ahead, we miss the moment. Mm. Sometimes like we can't remember the first step our child made because we weren't in the moment. Wow. Sometimes we forget that milestone that we made or that place where God delivered us from because we weren't in the moment. Wow. Being in the moment Mm. is where God wants us to be because he says, give no thought for nothing in life. So in order to do that, being in the moment is the key. It is the key. Embracing the moment. Mm. Like tomorrow will always be here. Matter of fact, tomorrow will never get here because it's always today. Mm. So when you stay in today, tomorrow's gonna come. Birds, they don't have to look for a place to stay. They don't have to look for food. All of these animals that run wild, they're living on God's territory. They don't have to want for anything, Mm. but God sees us greater and better than an animal. Mm. So when we stay in the moment and and submerse into what God has given us, that's balance. That's balance. Stay in, the stay in the moment, stay present, stay present. Mm-hmm. And when you stay in the present, now you're activating your faith. That's good. That's good. And a lot of times we struggle because we lack faith. We don't need to worry about tomorrow. Yes, we want to look cute and plan for tomorrow and it's okay to plan. I'm not saying that it's right. okay to have goals. Right. But in order to, to really feel what you're doing and to be in that moment and have ease mm-hmm. and lack the the essence of stress and anxiety being in the moment because you're not worried about the next moment Mm. and a lot of times because of society right we have to work right okay we have to make money right because no one wants to live on the bridge right okay of course you know that some people have that in their lives right but when you when you're a child of god and you're walking in his purpose and in his grace once you know who you are and whose you are Mm -hmm. we're not saying it was an easy task to get there being in the moment and having boundaries to get there. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, what are your regiments in the morning?
0: Mm -hmm. What are you
1: doing when you first get up in the morning? Who gets the first five minutes of your time? Woo! Okay. My 10 year old. How how you start your morning out technically is how your day will, 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 will pretty much go. No, you're right, yes. So if you start out with whatever the person does for me myself i give god at least an hour to two hours of my time every morning it could be something spiritual praise and worship me just cutting a fool at home i'm gonna give him my time we got to we have to and then my kids know not to interrupt mommy's time okay turn the tv down you could do what you (laughs) want to do but don't interrupt me (laughs) and because that starts my day right because i'm grateful that god uh for one i'm still alive yes because i I, if if the devil had it his way I wouldn't be see, sitting here talking to you right now. Right. So I am inspired to give God my all. I don't worry about tomorrow. I worry about today.
0: I love that. I love that you say stay present in the moment so that you can remember those times. Yes. You know, because... Well, you know, what's that? Um, when I think of His goodness and all oh, He's done he's for me, thing. my soul cries yes. out. But you got to stop and think. And mm-hmm. if you are scatterbrained and you're doing mm-hmm. all this stuff, it's hard for you to think. Yes. Like you said, to go back to when your child, you know, first crawled, mm-hmm. or go back to, you know, when you when you first believe and when you yes. first got saved. Can people? Can we? You know, because those those pl- those places to me help you stay humble, and more importantly, it will help you stay balanced. It does. It helps you stay balanced. I love that, I love that. Tell me about um, distractions when it comes to balance. Now, one of the things that I, I wouldn't have ever thought this just a few years ago, but now I really think it, is social media. Yes. Social media has taken the place of television, I remember when we were small, Mama turn it off. Turn it, you know. Or we used to sneak, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's social media. Like we, I don't. My TV won't even. I don't have to ever cut my TV on because everything that I need so is right gonna... here. And and the 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 I, when I say there's always a purpose for everything, but there also should be balance for as well so yes. talk to us a little bit about how we can balance the distractions that we that we have because i know social media is one of them for yes. me um, the the other thing um, would be you know just not uh um, um completing tasks yes. like you know procrastination yes. <laughs>
1: That's a big one. it's a big one <laughs> and so um just kind of talk to us a little bit about that you have very good topics, you know, and these are the things that plague society, okay? Anything can technically be a distraction. Right. Um, a bad attitude can be a distraction mm. because it throws you a curveball. That is so true. It can move you off of your balance. Mm. Um, understanding who you are as a person, and again, the essence of it is strengthening your relationship with God. With God. He is the balance. A distraction can be. Okay, someone, if you're married, leaving a cup on the table and you ask them to the move it, that's a distraction, because now your emotions are being tweaked, mm. okay? Mm. If you move wrong or you drop something, mm. you, you're automatically, oh,
0: man, Do you guys it. hear what she's saying? I, bad attitudes, emotions, feelings, that will kick us off of our balance. Yes. Um, and, and also, too, it's a devil's workshop. You know, Absolutely. all he needs is just a little bit to get in, yes. a bad attitude or something to keep us from reaching our goals or keep us from, you know, leveling ourselves mm-hmm. each day.
1: Yes. Uh. Comparison. Mm. Comparing yourself to another person is also a distraction. Mm. Because now when we compare ourselves to the other person, now you're losing sight of yourself. Even as kids grow up, um the pivotal moments is between the ages of 13 and i believe 16. okay when they're learning who they are right so those are pivotal moments to teach them how not to procrastinate right what is the essence of cleaning your room right working for the doll instead of being handed to Mm -hmm. you so now they understand make Mm -hmm. your bed Mm -hmm. make sure you put your shoes in the appropriate place hang up your coat so now these are the pivotal moments wherein they're not distracted by these things Mm. so the word says raise up a child and where you should go, but how do we know how to raise a child? <laughs> it's trial and error, mm-hmm. and sometimes we learn mm-hmm. by trial and error. We definitely learn, so a lot error. of things are distractions. Absolutely, Even certain types of foods we eat can be a distraction because now you're fixated. Oh. oh, you're trying to please this craving, yes, so anything can be a distraction, yes. But if you learn not to allow that distraction overtake you, you can stay balanced, yes. Um, for myself. I do not look at the news if I do it's about three to five minutes that's it yeah it's a distraction to hear the negativity yes I'm constantly praying I get enough just to understand so I'm not oblivious to what is going Correct. on. yeah but too much negativity is also a distraction yeah um again like you say social media but social media isn't a bad thing if you're using it for a, the appropriate purpose mm-hmm. so when you're using social media it connects with people and like you're using your podcast it's yeah. to get the word out yeah so this is not a distraction right this is to help the next person so it's all in how you look at it's all the use, and how you use it. exactly so distractions are how you utilize it mm-hmm. um, this is a sticky topic a lot of people immerse in pornography which right. is a huge distraction No, yeah, we don't that, want to talk about stuff. these no, that's things
0: good stuff because yes.
1: now you spend hours and hours and hours and before you know it it's messed up your relationship it's also giving you a negative spirit that you can't get out of because now you're fixated on these images and these sensations, these feelings you spend hours of something that's fictitious.
0: And you start to prefer that over what's real, yes. you know, and that's, that's, Ooh, yes. That goes into a whole nother. That's why. So is it safe to say that distractions, it, it could be a starting point for something Great. way worse, yes. you know, in your life. And so, it's so it's why it's so, Important to recognize yes. those negative things in our lives. Distractions yes. are, for me, oh, uh, it, it, it it has. I know for me personally, um, um, distractions can be things like, okay, Kenya, I'm going to go work out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as soon as you make that declaration that this is what you're gonna do, then all of a sudden you either, you know, you go to bed too late, so you're like, uh-uh, oh, I can't get up. I yes. can't get up at four o'clock. talking <laughs> stuff you know, out of yeah, it. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> stuff out of it, you know? And so so I, I just feel I feel like um, just to be able to keep your word, and I have that on here mm-hmm. to, to rid distractions, how important is just keeping your word to your own self? Yes. You know, and that will create balance in, in, in itself, just to just to keep your word. Yes. Just, and, and if you can keep your word to yourself first, <laughs> that's cute imagine what you can do with someone else Absolutely. you know and 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 that just kind of flows into our our next uh segment that we're about to talk about in our final segment with with her and i hope you guys are getting some really great stuff because she is blessing me you're blessing right. um yeah. our last and final topic is boundaries yes. and i'm gonna sip on my Wata, (laughs) because do you have, do we have boundaries? Do you have a boundary? Or do you have boundaries around you that's gonna help you, you know, have a balanced life? So kind of talk to us a little bit about boundaries and how important
1: it is to have. Absolutely. Um, We take boundaries uh, too lightly. Mm -hmm. Saying no um, as part of a boundary is what especially women should embrace. How many times do we say yes to everything? When Ooh. you know deep in your sha-na-na, Ooh. I don't feel like it. Oh. Or saying yes just because you don't want to disappoint. Or saying yes Ooh. just because uh that's my friend, I need to do it. Mm. But it's okay.
0: I'm guilty of every all of that. But how much does it burn you out? Yeah, burnt out, total yes. kind of burnt out. You know, or you know, and then in, in that moment is this the most sincerest thing and, or is the most easy thing. There's no sweat off my back, mm-hmm. but then in the moments where I need to get stuff done, it either don't get done or it's on a back burner or, yes. you know, so mm-hmm. creating boundaries for me has been um, an extreme challenge, but I'm,
1: I'm listening, yes. I gotta listen to the ear. Yes, so <laughs> boundaries is very important. Um, I am the queen of saying no, okay? Because <laughs> it, does a, it does a body great, but I had to learn to get there yep. and I'm gonna be totally honest. Saying no, um, it's okay. <laughs> Especially when you feel that you don't need to say yes to everything. And a lot of times when you have a genuine heart, such as yourself, okay? um, I believe you would say yes to everybody. I probably would. Yes. But how much are you giving of yourself and not receiving anything back? Yeah. So when we constantly extend ourselves, even to family, even to our kids, we lose a part of our power. Mm-hmm. So in order to reserve your power and mm. to disperse it when you mm. want to, do it. you have to learn to say no. And it's no disrespect for anyone, but it's to keep you from burning out. Wow. And you're right because how can you keep
0: going when there's no power? You need Absolutely. power. You need fuel to go. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. I love. That. I love that perspective. Yes. Wow.
1: And a lot of times we burn out because of lack of self care too. Mm. Every woman, even men, should take some time out for yourself. Mm. No kids, no girlfriends, and no nothing. Just submersed into you mm. because you're constantly giving, especially in ministry, and when we wear a lot of hats you know, you're giving out a whole lot. And you don't realize how much you're giving out until you get into that place. It's like, oh my God, I need to talk to someone, but who can I trust? Wow. So you also have to be selective of who you talk to because not everybody's advice is good for right, you. Right, Because right, they may right. be actually talking against you or absolutely praying against you. So be careful who you vent to you hear and that? who you associate yourself with. Y'all hear that? That's a plug. That's a plug. Be careful who you
0: vent to and who you associate, yes. especially your vulnerabilities. Um, And and if if you do have boundaries, okay? Mm -hmm. If you do have boundaries, make sure the people that you trust Know those boundaries,
1: right? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. And, and most time,
0: they will respect those boundaries. That's why I said, I always thank God for my tribe, yes. Hallelujah. Because you know, it's it's one of those things where we just get it. You know, we grace each other in places Absolutely. where we should. Yes. You know, we sh- we should. And, and boundaries are very important. We don't want to impose on mm-hmm. um, someone. You know, it's different than getting the invitation. But for me, I have to learn just you know just to kind of say. What's that word? Oh, the no word. No,
1: no. yes, no. and oh. it's okay. And and it's not to be rude to anybody. It's, it's to reserve yourself. Mm-hmm. And and saying no, like a, a lot of people think it's like a cuss word. Hmm. I mean, it, it's really easy. No, I'm not doing it.
0: Do you think um just tapping into some of your professional um side? It, do you think that it's psychological? Like like maybe something. I know, just just you know, take me for example. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my personality is, you know, um, most people that I'm just extroverted, but over the past few few years, I've learned I had it was strictly learned behavior to be introverted, yes, um, and and to take some of that um, time that I would put in other things and give it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but psychologically, I had an issue with being alone, Mm -hmm. doing things alone, Mm -hmm. you know, just all those things. So do you think that sometimes we don't create boundaries around ourselves because psychologically we don't, we have a fear of loneliness?
1: A lot of people are afraid of loneliness. People are afraid to be still. Mm -hmm. If Jesus had to go and be by himself to pray, shouldn't we? Mm. Oh. In order for us to hear God, we have to be still. Mm. So it's okay to say no, be in that secret place wherein if you're constantly distracted, don't have boundaries, we will miss that very pivotal moment when God is actually speaking to us. God speaks to us all the time and a lot of times, God speaks to us normally in that first voice, Mm -hmm. but we are so distracted that we can't hear the first voice. We hear the second, third, and the fourth voice. And by that time, you've talked yourself out of what God told you the first time. And if you realize it, that's why we miss a lot of our blessings. It's because we are so distracted by life. Wow. Mm -hmm. So when you increase that relationship with God, give him that time. Me, as far as myself, I pray all day constantly. When I get the inkling and the urge to do that long prayer, oh, I go deep. Go go in. But I get those small ones during the day, day. because now I'm connecting with God constantly. Mm. And I constantly say, God, walk with me every day. Every day. Walk with me in my voice, walk, walk with me in my step, especially when I'm dealing with a client. Yeah. Because that is the pivotal moment that I have the opportunity to hurt or to heal mm. or to inspire. So I have to be in my place to hear God because I love what I do. And I made God a promise. I would never hurt a soul. So if I'm not moving in him, I'm moving in self. Wow. Now on my off time, when I want to act silly, I let it all hang out. But when I'm actually helping someone doing God's business, I have to be in that pivotal moment. Why? Because I'm dealing with a vulnerable soul.
0: So so you so it's important to, to have boundaries when you have an active prayer life. Absolutely. You got to. The way I mean you have yes. to if you yes. want a, a active prayer life you better have boundaries in your life yes. because, like you said, the, those distractions are going to be there. It's going to keep you mm-hmm. from 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 having and being close to God. Yes, and 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 I always say it, it is. It's the trick of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Distractions are are the trick of the enemy. It it just it, they are there mm-hmm. to make sure that you do not reach whatever that is. And whatever it. you can't you can't mm-hmm. re- you can see it, but you can't reach Absolutely. it because you have all of these distractions in front of you. Yes, and we have
1: to be able to recognize a distraction. Yes. And a lot of times we're so overwhelmed, we can't recognize it. Mm. But we wonder, oh my God, why did that happen? It's because you didn't recognize it. Mm. Things that trigger you are distractions. And it can be simple things. We don't realize mm-hmm. pet peeves is a distraction mm. because you're fixated on being angry about that pet peeve. Wow. And that's what destroys a lot of relationships are pet peeves. Wow. Pet peeves turns into major arguments. And we don't realize that these pivotal things and in my relationship courses that I teach, I hone in on pet peeves. Like putting your dirty towel in the wrong place Mm -hmm. can cause an argument. And the number one word that I teach my clients to to move away from is the word why. Mm -hmm. If you're approaching someone in any given situation or conversation, never start out with saying, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. Why did you do that? Why did you say that? Because it's already a trigger word. If you notice as a kid, if your parent or someone says, why did you do that? And it came behind a a, a very stern voice, it intimidates you. And you already get into that defense mechanism. It's like, oh my God, what did I do? and when you constantly use that why to someone you notice that their rebuttal is always harsh Mm. because they're defensive what's coming behind it Mm. so I have a lot of clients that come to me and say you know my husband did this or my friend did this and they constantly start with why I said so we're gonna do this I need you to get a jar and you're gonna put ten dollars in this jar for every time you use the word why okay and now you're gonna see who uses the word the most and this is also for you to see the damaging words that you're using that actually sticks with you through life wow so a lot of times we have to unlearn bad habits in order to create new habits again all of these negativity things are distractions
0: it's distractions i love the jar idea because it puts a it it makes it real you can physically see you know that you doing this sometimes when we're going through something mm-hmm. you know we're going through it and it's intangible yes. but when you can see it and be like wow that i do that i say that mm-hmm. you know or you know sometimes we could you know just press the record button on your phone and see how many times you do something that you say you mm-hmm. don't do And you'll be very shocked to to know that, that, you know, there's a lot of things that um, we've created in our lives that are keeping us from being our best self and keeping us from being better, guys. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I really hope that today has been a blessing to you the way it has been for me. Um, My friend Sophia, thank you so much. You're welcome for this Thank you it for was her. it was needed i hope that you guys got you know some information that you can take back with you and really really apply it to your lives because that's what it's all about we're just we're just trying to become better we're not trying to become perfect we're just trying to become better yes. and through christ we can get there through you know fellowship through you know the, through us having conversations just like this we can get there so whatever it is that you're going through know that you're not alone And as I always do, um, um, we're about to get ready to to end our our podcast. I want to end with a word of prayer. Yes. And um, I want to pray for our audience. I'm going to pray for us, our listening ear. I want to pray for our um, balanced life. And I'm going to pray for the boundaries that if we haven't already set them, we need to do it. Okay. So Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for yet another podcast. We thank you, God, for allowing us to just dwell right here with you, Lord God, and as we in this podcast, I pray for every woman that is listening. God, I pray for every listening ear. God, that, that we could cr- start to create an art of listening, not just to hear Lord, but to really hear your voice, God, because that's the ultimate. That's where we want to be. We want to be able to hear your voice, God. And Lord, we thank you right now for just even the nuggets that we receive as, as I'm um, to become better and balanced. God, Lord God, so, so that social media and. and, and t- TV and whatever those things are that is distracting us, God. We don't we don't want them, God. We, As a matter of fact, Lord, we denounce it right now, God, and say that we want more of you, Lord, God. You are our balance, yes. Lord, God. And we thank you, God. Forgive us. Forgive us for knowing and still not doing, Lord, God. Forgive us, God, for, 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 for knowing that we're supposed to do certain things, but God, we, we just decide that, that, okay, this is better. No, Lord, God, we pray right now that we move into the direction of you, Lord God. And we know that even with that, it's going to take boundaries, God. God, and as we put boundaries in our lives, God, we pray, God, that you put those boundaries, God. Lead and guide us, God. Order our steps for those boundaries in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And I pray right now that everyone under the sound of my voice, God, be blessed. God, healed, set free, and delivered, God, in your mighty name, amen.
1: Amen.
0: God, we thank you, Lord God. is so good yeah thank you so much for coming thank you so much thank you so much this is this has been amazing for me because i got all these nuggets (laughs) (laughs) y'all if you want to become better tune in tune in tune in and um next week we'll be continuing right along this journey okay so stick with us until next time see you later